Hello listeners, before you get into the latest PS5 episode, I'm here to let you know that each week you could get this episode and all other episodes ad-free and up to three days early. Not only that, you can also gain access to Patreon-exclusive PlayStation shows that focus on sales numbers, all-time lists, showcase predictions and more. Head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5 or click the link in the description to join our PlayStation community and show your support. Now enjoy the show. Incredibly exciting. It's really about as a developer, that's an amazing feeling to have. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the latest PS5 episode 106 for you. Uh, I'm your host today, Mr. Alex Sylvester, and with me, as always, is Mr. Sonny Sangira. What up, Maine? Mate, you left me all single player last week. Oh, single player mode. Oh, yeah. How did that go? (laughs) (laughs) As the listeners, I just kept talking and talking and talking. You know, I explained to them that the schedules for work just were crazy for me and you we couldn't get it yeah. together but yeah, yeah, um i held myself down for 30 minutes it's fine yeah yeah i heard fine. i heard man i heard it was all right man you got some love as well man nice 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 <laughs> <laughs> and i heard the smack you've been talking about me as well don't worry yeah mate listen i said to, i said to the listener you said it two weeks ago on a fire emblem might be it's gonna do well it's gonna it's <laughs> fall out the top 10 <laughs> worst you know, performing I number you one ever no games. i was like come on man i couldn't even believe it fell out the whole top 10 i was like what the hell happened here? i was like am i on the right week am i got the right week it's everybody's favorite second console it's gonna be the greatest second console of all time but that's not what we're talking about today oh, it's all God. about the ps5 and uh yeah ladies and gentlemen uh, welcome back we've got some great news for you today uh we've got the ps we've got news about the ps5 ssd and they're official we've got we're gonna be talking about cloud technology for developing ps5 games gta 6 ladies and gentlemen is on the horizon and so much more so if you want to get in touch with us if you want to find out about all the information stay tuned you're in the absolutely right place we're here absolutely every single week uh but uh before we dive into the news really quick man what have you been playing uh well i finished resident evil 2 remake great game um finished that one yeah finished and what'd you give it a 10 eight eight wow solid sound stunning yeah visuals great yeah it's just a fun collecting game you know what i mean you're going around you find you, i found a door and now you got to find a way to get the door and then there's like yeah. five little things you got to do to do the door and stuff like yeah. that so yeah. yeah great game um visually sick yeah Your visually sense. it's great i mean it's still i mean it's only a ps4 game with a ps5 patch to it but it's still mm. beautiful nonetheless you know right um you want to talk beautiful tetris effect <laughs> what a game <laughs> but i tell you straight always I, need, way back. I need i need to see if playing Tetris Ultimate or Tetris 99 can transition over to Tetris Effect because I'm struggling now in this campaign mode. I was like, yeah, yeah, I so- need Alex to come down because these blocks <laughs> are going down without me even pressing up. And I'm like, oh shit, oh Dude, shit. Oh, I do need to play Tetris Effect with a VR headset all cranked up to the nines. Definitely, man. I definitely want to play that. Uh, I'm, me, I'm the, usual, the usual game, which I'm still trying to beat through. Uh, and you know what? I'm going through Alo's journey and it for Bed and West. I still haven't managed to get that flying ability, man. Like, where do you get that? 
Oh no, you didn't want no help before. You didn't want no, no, no spoilers. No, I need to I'm looking now. around thinking, hold no, on. No. <laughs> no, you get it in the main campaign. Go. You get it in the main huh? campaign. It comes in, in the main, main campaign. campaign. Okay, okay, cool. You get I'm the cool. ability for it in uh or you get the ability or the hint for it in the main campaign. Okay, so cool. just keep going right. through the main campaign and it'll come. Because once no, but once you yeah, because the side missions are not there. Once you because you cap at level 50, right? Yeah, but once you get the flying thing, you can. I mean, if you want to fast travel, you can fast travel. But the the, the it's a whole different game yeah. when you can fly because a you can get around the map faster. But the the combat, dude, you can fight a, a tremor tusk while flying yeah. and it's shooting oh, you in the oh, sky. And so you just bad. change the game. You're not on the ground bad. anymore. Now you're in yeah, the yeah. air. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, and there's yeah, no yeah, nothing better than like yeah, when you're like yeah, you need yeah. to hit a bit. And yeah. you drop down and you shoot mm-hmm. it in midair and then get caught back <clears> up before you hit the ground. It's... You know what? I can't. I can't wait, I just, ladies and gentlemen. As soon as I'm done with this recording, yeah, I'm on it, but I'm gonna hunt that thing down. Listen, it, it's, <laughs> it shows you like once you get yeah. the flying ability in Horizon Forbidden West and you master it and you know how to use it and things, it truly, truly does become a whole different game, and mm. it's the biggest jump and leap between the first and the second game. Because yeah, it adds yeah. a whole new level of verticality. Yeah, Dude, you yeah. can fly over um, rebel camps and stuff like that oh, and scout yeah. out and do all the radar oh, from the shit, sky. Or you can just hover shit. above them. Yeah, you got to be careful because if they look up, they'll see you. So you have to be, you have to yeah, go yeah, quite high. Like, yeah, but you can just hover. You don't, have to, you don't have to climb a cliff. Just, just, just fly above them, hover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tag everybody. And then you're like, right, where am I dropping yeah, down to smash some people? You know what I mean? We got the mission. Here we go. We're gonna go diving straight into the. I first. tell you something though. Every time I did a dive, yeah. I always pictured Solid Snake on the bridge in Metal Gear Solid Two trailer. You know, when he runs and he jumps yeah, off the bridge. I, yeah, 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 <laughs> every single time I did it in Horizon. Yeah, I yeah. That. Classic, classic. All right. Was speaking about uh, Metal Gear Solid and classic games, what we got, man? What's what's Haven Studios talking about? <clears throat> well, we got a lot of news this week, uh, as you mentioned. So we're gonna kick off number one, Haven has officially become a first-party PlayStation studio as of this week, as the deal is now closed. And an interview with studio head and co-founder Jade Raymond reveals that it's already impressing the other internal PlayStation first-party teams. The studio's work to lean on developing its game using the cloud has been the big thing drawing everyone's attention. So this is Jade Raymond talking now. One of the things I've heard from a lot of devs in the industry during the pandemic is that they've had to really grow their IT teams to support all the people with multiple machines working from home and trying to dial in on VPN and get access. We have zero IT in the studio because we've automated everything in the cloud. There are things like that where we're already seeing the payoff and that's why we've decided to invest more. That approach has been the thing that reportedly got Haven's chief technical officer speaking to other teams within PlayStation Studios about what Haven is doing. Haven's work, though not necessarily regarding the cloud, has also attracted the attention of Mark Cerny, who is reportedly collaborating with the studio as it continues to invest heavily into its R&D branch. And now this is back to Jade Raymond. So Mark Cerny is one of the main reasons we're investing so much in R&D and in this very senior engineering team. It's not just tied to the cloud, but also some forward thinking R&D. 
I'm not able to say too much now, but that's obviously one of the other things that's been a big attractor and is exciting to our team on with PlayStation. Of course, Mark Cerny is kind of a rock star too. So being able to collaborate with him is really exciting. Nice. Alex, you've seen that's that cool. Google Flex. They, they, they're using that Google technology yeah. that they learned yeah. from they, uh, they, Google Stadia and they're bringing it over here, aren't they? they? I'm so glad that they're doing it. And the fact that Mark Cerny is on board with it as well, man. I mean, it's just like he's the one main proponent that made the ps5 what it is and in terms of pushing the industry forward you know even just utilizing the technology what's out there he's the man so mm. the fact is that jade raymond's coming out with haven studios to make sure that they can utilize the latest technology to make games more efficient more cost effective you know and not to mention like the possibilities you know, I mean, it's endless. I mean, we're looking at cloud technology, no longer limited by what the company or the studio budget is, you know, in terms of what hardware they can get. They can just utilize the infinite power almost of the, of the cloud. So that's just going to change the way games are developed just entirely, you know. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm curious to see what they're going to come out with, you know, and it seems like they've got a bit of confidence, like they must be working on some really killer IPs. <clears throat> mm. I mean, well, the sound, the sound, the, what, the, what I feel like what's going on here, what she's talking about is she mentions that, you know, you have to grow your IT team. People had to keep sending computers and equipment out to everyone. She mm. goes, we don't have that because we're using the cloud. So from the sounds of it, it sounds like they are, they're not making a game in the cloud. They're actually developing the game within the cloud. Like nobody needs equipment. They can log in on a normal MacBook or something at home and they're logging into like a virtual, you know, IT yeah. equipment and, and they're developing the game. Virtual PC, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> in that virtual PC, you know, yeah. which is obviously you could think about the freedom that would give developers to be able to do that anywhere they want in the world as well. And the cost saving it would do to many, because exactly. you are seeing reports now that developers are going a bit crazy working from home, you know, yeah. and that they, they kind of do need to go to the office or they want to go to an office and things like that as well. But it just shows that you've always got to forward think on this because we've already seen like Microsoft who they tried it with crackdown three. It was a shit game anyway you know because so much went into that cloud but then they realized that actually that's not the way to do it let's just and they've gone down the streaming route and stuff like that whereas it looks like this team which is you know 90 percent of it has come from google stadia they're, they're bringing the ideas with them because this is obviously something that was going on at google yeah. and they're like we can bring that to playstation and you know you get mark cerny on board then you're like oh snap shit's about to get real now you know what i mean <laughs> Yeah, that's why they weren't really, um, Jay Ray wasn't really screwing too much when uh, Google said no. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, in terms of like, I mean, it just opens the door to who they can actually get to work with them on these games. You know, I mean, the world is now their oyster as long as they're in a nation that has like a stable broad um, broadband connection. They're now employable. You know, no, it's not so. even just that as well, because I remember when you work in the industry, the amount of times I'd have a debug unit and mm. code and the longest thing was installing that code to the debug unit, you know, or if you're being sent assets to your PC, you still got to download them within the engine that you're using yeah. to create. And that is time consuming, mm. you know, whereas now if I say to you, Alex, you're halfway across the world, Alex, can you check the lighting on this section? Because I don't think it's working properly. You're just logging in and bam, it's all there for you. Yeah. 
you know what I mean? And you could interactively chat with somebody or video chat with somebody from a different department while you're both logged in and looking at the same thing, trying to fix yeah, it. Yeah. So it's there, you know. It's, it's, it's there, and that, that is the future. Isn't it? I mean, well, I guess that's the presence, you know what I mean? I mean, we've got a lot of companies now, which are uh, traditional companies, which are now switching from uh, on-premises um, um, tech, uh, from like networking to having it all on cloud now, you know, from banks to uh, cinemas, it's all just going online now. And I guess this is just the reality that we're dealing with. You've even got companies like what um, Amazon, you've got Microsoft, uh, and obviously Google. You know, uh, providing these powerhouse machines, which are just set, sit with these mega servers like situated around the world. You know, it's just making that world a lot more closer and at the same time, giving us um, making it sure that it's cost effective, as well as just opening the doors up to just many other people and making sure that it's just capable for all for all of us to develop with. Um, you just said you just, at, um, you, uh, just Unreal Engine 5 as well. You know what I mean? The way that's kind of utilizing like cloud technology as well it's you know it's 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 the industry now you know I'm, I'm, i wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing more companies developing and utilizing cloud uh with the development of their games mate you just fr- freaked me out completely because you said mega server uh mega servers and stuff like that and the only thing that popped into my head is the real world in the matrix and oh. it's a mega server right like that's what it is it's farms of servers it's and, coming. Shit. and i'm it's like oh coming. it just blew my mind like holy shit. oh my gosh yeah man this, yeah, the possibilities are gonna be crazy and you had a well, kojima as well kojima was talking about working with cloud tech you know, with microsoft yeah i mean microsoft have already been there and and it yeah. can be used but when people think cloud as i said they think crackdown three and that's sometimes that's not what they talk about. What sometimes yeah. what they're talking about is, yes, you've got the lower end of your ambition, mm-hmm. which is what you're seeing on the switch and what you saw with Crackdown, which is a game is utilizing the cloud to boost the tech a little bit. Mm-hmm. But from an industry standpoint, the real innovation is what we've just spoke about is you develop the entire game without yeah. even needing a hard drive because you're doing it all on a cloud, you know, and yeah. everyone has access to it and they can work it. Obviously, as we've seen with Bandai Namco as well, there's a lot of risk by doing that with hacking groups and stuff like that, wanting to go in there and mess up things. But it's exciting, Alex. But from the cloud to actual hardware, number two, this has got me excited. Um, yeah, 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 definitely. The very first licensed NVMe SSD, try saying that 10 times first, has been revealed to be Western Digital's WB, uh, WD Black SN850. Jeez, okay. So the same SSD that PS5 architect Mark Cerny used for his console. Uh, while there are now multiple drives um, you can buy that will work on your console, the drive is the first to come with the official PlayStation branding and a special blue LED on the heatsink. Nice, even though no one's going to be able to see it because it's going to be <laughs> you know, inside a unit. It comes um, in two size variants of one terabyte and two terabyte. I know you're going to go for the two. Um, and you can buy one right now from Western Digital's website. It's possible that we'll see more brands get their own licensed drives, though it seems fitting that Western Digital is the first to have one, considering it was Mark Cerny's choice of drive, which just makes sense. That's a massive company, very reputable. I mean, I use their tech all the time. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> it's it's finally good to see. You know what I mean? It's like it's, now is the time to start just just pumping these uh, accessories out because obviously um, we're now switching more to a digital world. We've got uh, the PS Plus. You know, they've got the, all the various packages out there. You know, to just download as many games as you want. Just just it should just be like an option now, shouldn't it? So, mm. <clears throat> and uh, let me give the listeners some advice. Amazon Prime Deal is already live. 
hundred pound for the one terabyte, two fifty for the two terabyte. The deals are the deals are on Amazon now for those hard wow. drives. You know. So. Oh my god, the price always, that, that's that's brilliant. Yeah, exactly because i was looking at it today like i because i finished resident evil 2 and i was like i need yeah. to f- find other things to play yeah. and i was like oh i can try out cyberpunk and i remembered it's over 100 gigabyte and i was like oh no i can't because i don't have that space on there <laughs> <laughs> what have i got to sacrifice I, know, like, I, I mean it only takes a few like a minute or two for me to like download something like 20 30 gig because the internet's yeah. pretty fast but at the same time i'm just like yeah i just can't be asked yeah, you know what I mean? Play, like the competition, what Mega, uh, Mega Drive, Xbox, the Series X, you know, their memory cards for one terabyte, you're looking at 184 pounds, you know, it's which is going to be around a $200. Yeah, but that's the problem when you go like with Seagate, particularly. Like, I mean, and what mm. Sony's doing is they're not rushing. Like these SSDs, I was going to say just normal hard drive, then these SSDs, you know, the, um, western digital ones as yes. well their their read speeds are over seven thousand megabytes as well which is you know mm. as fast as what the playstation 5 can do so sony are very cerny specifically it's you this is the premium console you know yeah. and to give you an idea about the ssd as well when we get into new story number three it is all about the ssd for this game and why this game is exclusive to ps5 it's simply because of the ssd but yeah. before we move on to that alex are you going to be picking one up or are you just going to wait for a pro machine no, I'm going to be picking one up right now. I need it in my system right now. <laughs> People are creating more of what they love with Windows 11 and Intel. The best thing about Windows 11 is the Snap Assist where you can have multiple windows open. It's like having a clean room. <laughs> and I've noticed the increase of speed. I'm able to just render a lot faster. For me, honestly, it's all about the pen. I can do a little sketch, not being afraid of doing anything wrong. You have endless opportunities. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm just a fan. Learn more about Windows 11 PCs with the Intel Evo platform at windows.com slash brings you closer. Pen sold separately. Hello, everyone. I have a question for you. Did you know that we have a second PlayStation show called Latest PSX? No? Well, I have news for you. This show is exclusive to Patreon and we have new shows every single week. Over there, we deep dive into news topics, predict large shows, discuss sales numbers and much more. So if this sounds like something you'd be interested in, I highly suggest that you become a patron, support the show and gain access to latest PSX every week. And we're back. Okay, Alex, number three. Yeah, we've got. Yoshinori Kitasi has revealed during a recent interview that the upcoming Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which is the second chapter in the Final Fantasy VII Remake project, is only coming to PS5 due to a number of technical reasons, particularly when it comes to load times. This is what we spoke about three or four weeks ago. Mm. Kitasi-san explained that the game is skipping PS4 due to the studio wanting to overcome lengthy load times by harnessing the power of the PS5's SSD, although the jump in visuals is also a factor. So this is Katasi-san's quote here. Of course, the quality of the graphics is a factor, but there's also the SSD access speed. As those who have played the original can imagine, the story proceeds in a vast world after escaping Midgar. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth will also depict the world that expands from this point. So the loading stress will become an extreme bottleneck in that respect. In in order to overcome this and play the world comfortably, we felt the specs of the PS5 were needed. 
Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is coming to PS5 in winter 2023. Meanwhile, Tetsuya Nomura has revealed that development on the third part of the Final Fantasy remake project has already begun, although that's not likely to see the light of day for a while yet. Fast oh. track back. before He only said that this week, we said this four weeks ago, that it's not coming to PS4 because of load speeds, right? And now he's confirmed what we spoke so about. But yeah. you can see, Alex, when you've got worlds this big, you need speed on the SSD for it to be beautiful, yeah, yeah. don't you? And it just shows that they're actually up, they are putting the nail in the coffin, finally. You know what I mean? I guess this whole transition period, which is taking a lot longer than usual, um, is finally coming to an end. They must be seeing that they're going to be able to get enough consoles of the PS5 into consumers' hands by the end of next year. You know what I mean? So that shows a bit of confidence. So I'm kind of happy to see that they're actually just going to, you know, break away from the PS4. Because um, I do feel it has been holding them back. And even though the, the last big game is going to be what? Uh, God of War Ragnarok uh, mm-hmm. with the PS4 version, and even um, what Last of Us Part One is going to be PS5 only, right? Yeah, so, well, we spoke. I spoke about that when I spoke about the God of War editions last week, and I was like, hopefully, this is the last ten dollar upgrade because there won't be another <laughs> PS4 version to it. But I mean, we already know yeah. that um, Spider-Man Two, which is out next year, is yeah. PS5 only. You yeah. know, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth PS5 only. Final yeah. Fantasy, is it 15? No, Final Fantasy 16, PS5 only. So the games are starting to go PS5 only now. So I can't see or envision a big AAA game um, like, the, uh, you know, post Last of Us, like after God of War being PS4 yeah. and PS5 because it's getting too big now, aren't they? So yeah, true, true. yeah one of them. You want to see the full capability of the system, you know, not being held back by the previous generation. So I'm really happy that they are making. This but I tell you though, I'm I'm starting to think to myself now, man. I might have to get into Final Fantasy VII and play remake. You know, it's Just on. Pre- know, it's on. It's on. Though. It's on PlayStation Plus. You know, yeah, yeah. Okay. you've got it if you got extra. So we might yeah. as well do it. Yeah, definitely. Good plan to that. Uh, speaking of games, which from the past, which are now being given another rebirth. Rockstar Games has said that it's fully aware that it needs to exceed expectations with the highly anticipated Grand Theft Auto 6. The next chapter in the open world crime series was officially announced as in development earlier this year, and Rockstar confirmed last week that it's effectively closing the book on Red Dead Online in order to move more resources to GTA 6. Over the past few years, we've been steadily moving more development resources towards the next entry in the Grand Theft Auto series, understanding more than ever the need to exceed players' expectations and for this entry to be the best it can possibly be. GTA 6 has yet to attract a, um, a release date, but numerous reports have suggested that the game will turn up no earlier than 2025. Development has reportedly hit various road bumps and the project was supposedly rebooted in 2019. And I'm guessing in 2019, that's just when they realized, God damn, GTA 5 just keeps selling. It's not stopping. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a steam train with no brakes. It was just, it was just going and it's just going from strength to strength. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is like an ideal, this is a Goldilocks scenario for uh, Rockstar. Isn't it? I mean, they've got the one of the greatest games, if not the greatest game of all time which they've created but unfortunately they also have investors and investors want to, you know they don't want to see a greater return and they have to try to exceed you know they, they try to get they have to try and get lightning they have to try and capture sorry lightning in a bottle once again do you think they're going to be able to do it with gta 6 no <laughs> don't get me wrong i mean we live in a rock star in a post GTA world. You remember GTA would sell between 20 and 30 or 40 million all the time. Right. Yeah. Then 
Red Dead came out, did 15 to 20 million. Fine. Then GTA 5 came out and then it changed it. And it wasn't a one-off because Red Dead Redemption 2 has sold over 50 million copies. 50 million copies. Okay, wow. that's more than FIFA's. That's more than Call of Duty's. It's more than... If you sell more than Mario, you are doing something special. So the fact that GTA has sold 175 million copies and Red Dead, which is a, a, a cowboy story game, has sold over 50 million. You're doing something right. Do I think GTA 6 will sell over 50 million? Easy. Do I think it will sell GTA 5 numbers? No way. Because yeah. Rockstar have lost a lot of talent that have made GTA what it is. They've right. gone off to create their own studios. So, and they are, as you said, investors are, they don't see the single player campaign anymore. They see GTA online, don't they? And that's where it's going to be like, you know, where you you go in, it's connected and then you can do campaigns and stuff like that. We don't know what it's going to be like, but it's just, like you said, it's complete and utter timing was everything lightning in a bottle and G- and don't let's not let's not take away from the fact that gta 5 was an absolutely stunning game this game was on ps3 and 360 you could be on one side of the map press a button you would zoom up and then zoom down into another character already loaded nice. you know what i mean it's just yeah. ridiculous and <laughs> the story was great because it was three different stories with three different characters all about heists yeah it was fun it was the typical GTA game. It was the ultimate playground and it was stunning. You know what I mean? And some of the best mods you've ever seen on PC have been, you know, Thomas the Tank Engine originated in GTA 5, right? And it's in everything now, like God of War and all that stuff. Right? <laughs> but um, it's it, it'll be really interesting to see if they can do uh, uh, those numbers again because by the time GTA 6 hits, GTA 5 would have passed 200 million copies sold. Mm-hmm. It is To me, it is the biggest game. It's classed as third officially behind tetris and then minecraft but tetris has been out since ping pong right you know what i mean and minecraft is like it counts phone sales and shit like that when you remember minecraft was like 99 cent don't count don't count right exactly that shit don't count but it's (laughs) you look at gta it's just a game like that is not supposed to sell 175 million copies, but it's done that. That's sold more than the entire Assassin's Creed franchise. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's ridiculous. Do you but, think they're going to be utilizing, you know, because the uh, GTA 5 kind of took advantage of like people, well, broadband, you know what I mean? Online multiplayer is becoming like a big thing, you know, and like uh, friends could get together and just do some crazy, heinous things in a virtual world. Do you think like the key aspect to selling GTA 6 to make it an epic game will be VR? No, because I think GTA 6 is bigger than that. I think GTA 6 is what Facebook and Google and everyone picture a metaverse being. GTA already have it. That's what it is. The only difference between a metaverse in Meta's eyes, which is Facebook, and GTA 6, is they think you can do it in VR. But everything that they're saying that you can do, you can do in GTA anyway. GTA became an online role-playing game by itself people started gathering together and creating biker clubs so rockstar created a mode for it do you know what i mean people if you i think the best way to explain gta 6 is go and watch the film free guy with ryan reynolds in it because that is gta online you know what i mean that's where that film originated from the idea came from grand theft Auto online and it's gonna that's what it's gonna dude 
Dr. Dre don't make music. He made music for his mom this, in GTA. Know. You know what I mean? That tells <laughs> yeah, you how big. Seven tracks, he pretty much did like a whole EP. Freaking out. My man's a good. billionaire with Apple. <laughs> he don't need to do this shit, but he wants to do it because it's GTA. You know, the <laughs> biggest ever concert viewed in the history of the humanity yeah. was a video game in Fortnite, right? Yeah. And that just shows you, like, when you blend and you you strike lightning in a bottle you get things like Fortnite with travis scott and stuff like that you get things like gta online yeah. and stuff like that so i think you're going to get gta online but it will look a bit more like Fortnite and have seasons to it and stuff like that yeah you know which will be interesting to see but i can't wait man it's going to be cool it's always great it's like an event gta is an event it is but you know it's, like, I mean? it's almost like you know just it's kind of like you know this uh, black panther too you know obviously with travis mm. both in a way. i'm curious to see how they're actually going to transition to the new Black Panther and then continuing the story the same way as I'm looking at this game as well because GTA 5 is such a beast it's a behemoth the only way I will accept a new Black Panther is if Michael B. Jordan isn't dead and they bring him back to life and it has to be him if if they say it's his little sister and that I'm like all respect to that but no 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 I can't picture her punching someone in the face you know what I mean like and And it needs to be Michael B. Jordan Yeah, yeah, the game is He comes back to life and he does his thing. He forgets, you know, he's all forgiven. But, uh, but yeah, man, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to see that. What, what they're gonna do? For those out there grappling with a weekend of DIY, Uber Eats, Leon grilled halloumi wrap, gluten-free chicken nuggets, Pizza Hut pepperoni feast, cheesy garlic bread, cookie dough, Pepe's chicken and rice, prime pizza, chicken nachos. Krispy Kreme Original Glazed Donuts. Order now. Uber Eats. Bring it. Check app for restrictions and availability. Separate orders are required from each restaurant. Okay, so number five. The game's being added to the PlayStation Plus Premium and PlayStation Extra catalogs for July 2022 have been revealed. Some notable additions for the month are, of course, Stray, which will launch as available for PlayStation Plus Extra and PlayStation Plus Premium subscribers. So you're saving 25 quid already there. Yes. Final, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade, Marvel's Avengers, and like previous rumors indicated, a whole lot of Assassin's Creed games will also be joining the service. As far as retro games are concerned, there are only two editions this month. Both PSP games with Loco Roco, Midnight Carnival, and No Heroes Allowed being added for premium subscribers. So the full list of games adding to Extra and Premium are Assassin's Creed Unity, Black Flag, Rogue Remastered, Freedom City, the Ezio Collection, all for PS4, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate PS5, Marvel Avengers PS5, Saints Row 4 Re-Elected PS4, Saints Row Got Out of Hell PS4, Spirit of the North Enhanced Edition PS5, Stray, which will launch on PS5, Ice Age, Scratch Nutty Adventure, PS4, Jumanji the Video Game, PS4. That's good because I was actually going to buy that for Rohan to play, so I don't have to buy it now. Whoa, I said dodged bullet there. <laughs> Paw Patrol on a roll, PS4, Ready Set Heroes, PS4, and as I mentioned at the top, Premium Only, No Heroes Allowed, and Loco Roco, Midnight Carnival. Alex, money, money, money. I've been looking at that service. Oh, man, money well spent already yeah. for this yeah, year. Well, like, yeah. Yeah. it's just uh, crazy. I'm lacking because I have, I've yet to dive into it properly, you know, to see exactly what it all has to offer. 
Uh, but yeah, uh, it's interesting to see the Assassin's Creed. Uh, Dude, you can just go in there. If you've got a two, you can fill up a two terabyte SSD and just not play the games, but you just got them on there. It's a good thing Do you know I can what I mean? get one now. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. Like, you can just load it up and then play it whenever you want to play it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but I, I want to move. For, um, for me to just get onto like, Assassin's Creed, actually, because I, don't, I haven't really dived into that front. Nah, don't, man. You're going to waste your time. Um, <laughs> I don't have to promote it anymore. You don't have to anymore. Okay, it's fine. You just focus on fucking finishing Horizon and get flying, yeah. But um, Alex, talk to me about yeah. Story Six because this is the one that you—it's like a running, okay. like okay. progressive story for you throughout the episodes. So HBO chief Casey Bloys has revealed during a chat with the Hollywood Reporter that HBO's The Last of Us series will debut closer to early 2023. Nothing else was revealed during the interview regarding The Last of Us, but at least we have a good idea of when to expect the series to premiere. The show is an adaptation of Naughty Dog's 2013 post-apocalyptic horror title and features Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey as Joel and Ellie, respectively. Hype, 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 hype. Dude. Dude. <laughs> I know. I can't wait. I, I, can't I, can't wait. Wait. I can't wait, man. It's like just hearing about... Um, uh, Last of Us uh, Part 1 going gold uh, yesterday with the past 24 hours, right? Well, this week, uh, yeah. So by the time listeners are listening, if you haven't heard this week, uh, as Alex just mentioned, Part 1, PS5, remake, Last of Us, is gold. It's coming. It's coming. Jeez. And I even watched uh, Digital Foundry. Go check it out, people, if you haven't seen it. Digital Foundry has done like a light uh, review on the trailer uh, in comparison to the original uh, remastered or the remaster. Um, and it looks stunning. It looks stunning. And they've even done a comparison to um, Last of Us 2, just seeing how um, the animations change, the graphics, the detail. It looks like it's just going to be an amazing game. And the fact that it's going to be built on the PS5 from the ground up, it even looks better than Last of Us Part 2 you know, in, in certain elements, especially there's that one scene when you're looking at the hallway, um, the lighting on the um, on part one looks way better than it does on uh, part two. But um, but yeah, I'm just hyped up and I can't believe that we finally got a date. So we have Last of Us part one, which is going to be released in what, September? Is it September that's coming out? Yep. So yeah, so it kind of makes sense, you know what I mean? Just to do, well, well end of 2022, early 2023. Get people used to it, especially you know the the new fans, yeah, the new soon to be fans um, who had maybe heard of it and haven't had a chance to dive into it. Um, let them wet their their tongues, their whistles, their whatevers, <laughs> get hyped up about it, and then when the um, the series actually does come out, they've already got like a, an established audience, you know, or even they've expanded their audience, their potential audience. Um, but as you know, fans listening to this uh, podcast, I'm hyped up about it. You know, we've been talking about it for weeks, months on end. I've loved the game ever since I played the remastered, and I think it's one of the most best, the best narrative driven games that I've ever played. And I've always said that it needed to be a TV show, and the gods have listened. And it seems like HBO are going to do it justice. I mean, Neil Druckmann was actually a part of the production, right? I think he even directed a few episodes. So if anyone's going to try and get the tone right, the cadence right, you know, making sure that these characters, even though they are different from, slightly different from the, the game, you could even see it as being like a multiverse version of these characters. You know he's going to try and make sure that it hits all the, all the, point, all the points, you know what I mean, and the theme, and just get the whole texture of the game. Um, but you know, through the uh, through the, uh, the series, so I'm looking forward to it. But I just can't wait. I mean, 2023 can't come soon enough. <laughs> it really can't. Mm. Well, you, man, obviously, you know, I'm hyped up about it. How do you feel about this series? I'm I'm, I'm super hyped, dude. I'm hyped for the game. I can't wait for yeah. it to come out. It, like you said, it will wet your ears for it, and then you'll get a trailer, 
um, probably what September, October time, maybe. If you say in early 2023, maybe looking end of January, early February, maybe yeah. for yeah. it. Um, yes, I can't wait for that first trailer to drop, man. It's gonna be like, oh god. Yep. We spoke about it. I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah. How Naughty Dog, um, not Naughty Dog. Sorry, the Last of Us HBO series was the second most talked about TV show behind uh, Stranger Things. So it shows the popularity of it, and it's not even yep. out yet. <laughs> um, super hyped, mate. Super yeah. hyped. I don't know if you saw, but we were talking about mods earlier, yeah. and you know the fight scene between Kratos and um, the geezer by his house, and it's like yeah. full on fight. There's loads of mods on that, but somebody yeah. did uh, Abby and Ellie. It is <laughs> hilarious. Oh my god! You need to watch it, it with the sounds and everything. Like Abby's Kratos, <laughs> yeah. and the other dude is Ellie, and she's like there, and she's like like why <laughs> they punch him, they fight each that'd other. Yeah, yeah, it's so be, funny. It's so so funny. Okay, so time to be alive. Let's see what these charts say, man. Is GTA going to make an appearance this year? Well, sorry, this week. <laughs> it is indeed. Hey, everyone. Now, I'm going to keep it real with you for a sec. There's nothing I enjoy more than sitting down with my friends and spilling all the tea. For that reason, let me introduce to you The Rumour Mill. This is a show that is exclusive to Patreon. Now, we know that the latest PS5 show is dedicated to actual news, but the rumor mill is all about the juicy rumors in the video game industry. Our hosts sit down and discuss the biggest rumors there is. So if you enjoy a little tea being spilled, become a patron, support the show and gain access to the rumor mill each month. Okay, Alex, I've got two charts for you. I have last week's chart in the UK and I've got June sales data. For the UK as well. So for the UK charts last week, number 10, Minecraft Switch Edition. Number nine, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Number eight, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Number seven, it's finally fallen out of the top five. Finally, (laughs) Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. Mm -hmm. Number six, FIFA 22. Number five is a new entry, Cloona Fantasy Revere Series. Number four, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number three, Nintendo Switch Sports. Number two, Horizon Forbidden West. And number one, second week at number one, F1 2022. 2022, geez. Okay. I think it's a perfect time to release an F1 game, right? I mean, isn't it yeah, yeah. So F1 2022 held on to number one. It sounds dramatic that it's a 48% drop in sales week on week, but that's healthy. Because usually yeah. it's like 60, 65 or something. Yeah. 37% of its sales were on PS5. 32% were on PS4. Surprisingly, the game sold 22% on Xbox One and only 10% on the newer series consoles. Oh, well. um, yeah. So as you can see, PlayStation is the home of Formula One in the UK for that. Clonoa, which was the new release, which came at number five, it sold 52% of its copies on the Switch, followed by 33% on PS5 and the remaining on PS4. Yeah, yeah, Switch, Switch, Switch. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's nice to see there. But we'll zoom into the June sales data, Alex. So this is for the whole month of June. Number 10, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. That's definitely got that Obi-Wan Kenobi bump, oh, yeah. right? Definitely. Number nine, Mario Strikers Battle League Football. Number okay. eight, Horizon Forbidden West. Number seven, Nintendo I was gonna say I was gonna say Nintendo Forbidden West then. <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> number seven, Nintendo Switch Sports. Number six, Red Dead Redemption 2. What? Number five, The Quarry. Number four, Grand Theft. Oh. Auto. Five. 
Why, people? Stop buying this game. Just stop it. Number three, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Number two, FIFA 22. And even though it was only out for a week in the month, number one, F1 2022. Wow, impressive. impressive. Third biggest launch in the franchise, you know, which means that it's a huge, huge, huge seller for it. Yeah. Uh, just some random facts for June. The PS5 console grew 2% in sales over the month of May. So that's the fourth consecutive month of PS5 growth, which means stock is slowly coming into the UK. But despite that, the UK market is down 39.1% year over year. And that's basically just down to availability. You know, Um, the DualSense black controller was the number one selling accessory with the white DualSense knocked down to number two. 771,000 games were sold at retail with another 1.78 million sold digitally. So, yeah. The future is taking over, you know. It's there, you know. Um, But, I mean, I'm surprised that the PS5 grew 2%. They mean, there there must have been no stock in May. (laughs) (laughs) Because it felt like there was no stock in June. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this is... I mean, is, is this for, is this worldwide? Sorry, no, so this is UK, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, so um, I think they're actually, Sony's being very smart in terms of where they're distributing the actual consoles. And um, I mean, I've heard reports, I think about not as many stock in Japan, you know, for the There's time. nothing in Japan, dude. It's too, it's America and Europe. America, they're the two exactly. markets you need. You know, you know what I mean? Exactly. And, the, and you know, that's, that's kind of, I guess, hurting them on the Japanese side, but obviously it's helping us out. You know what I mean? And I guess that's where the majority of the games are targeted at Western audiences. So it kind of makes sense. Um, but yeah, man, the Jewel Sense Black, number one selling accessory. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is like the, that's the color that they should have released the, the console with. Like, come on. It just looks <laughs> perfect with it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's nice to see that F1's doing really well, though. Um, it, yeah, especially it's only just come out, what, last week? Two weeks ago. <laughs> Two, Two weeks, weeks ago, ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, good news. Mm, well, that was everything for the charts this week. Alex, um, you can head over now to the letters because we've got some fun ones. Oh, but before you do, you've okay. got to answer a question from last week. All right. Can't remember who sent it, so sorry. Um <laughs> But the question was, <laughs> of all the games you've played, uh-huh. which game would you love to erase from your memory and play again for the first time? For me, I had three. There was a classic, which was Metal Gear Solid 1. Then there yeah. was The Last of Us Part 1 and yeah. God of War. Last of Us 1 was close, but I went with God of War because I wanted to play God of War at 2018 again. But <laughs> what for you, so of all the games you've played, yeah. If you could erase it from your memory and play it again for the first time, what would it be? Yeah. Well, um, you've, you've put out some really some diamond games in there. Um, the Last of Us would definitely have to go into that category. If I was gonna no, yeah, but I picked one in the end. So oh, you, 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 okay, you got to okay. pick the one. So, okay, okay. Pick, pick three random. <laughs> I'm going to say three games. I'm going to say three games, which I'll have to say, yeah. Last of Us one, the first one, definitely remastered. I would love to just have that experience for the first time again. Um, Tekken 7. In fact, no, sorry. Tekken Dark Resurrection. I'm going old school. Sorry. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Resurrection. it's the an best Tekken there is. An amazing game. If I'd never played a fighting game and I played that, oh my God, I would have jizzed in my pants. Uh, and thirdly, I mean, obviously, I'm a Nintendo diehard and it, and it would have to be Zelda Breath of the Wild. You know, playing like that, that game was an experience. Like, it's but what, but what, what's the one game? What's the one which I'd have to pick out of all of those? Jeez. That's a tough one, man. It's like trying to choose between kids. 
Yeah, I was all over the place last week. I was like, oh, yeah, but, it's, but oh, this, oh, yeah, this. But then I, I went with God of War in the end. You know what I mean? Because it was just a you know, story, man. You know what I, I'm going to do? Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just like all those, yeah, even though I would happily pick one of those. I can't choose any of them. So I'm just going to go left field and then just throw me, I guess, on one in there. Oh, that's fine. As long as you share the game, we just wanted yeah, one game. Okay, yeah, that's that's, it. it would have to be Mel Gibson. Solid. Mel Gibson Solid won. Amazing game. Again, obviously, I'm a guy from the narrative driven games, and like what Hideo Kojima did with that game was just, oh my gosh, just mind blowing. You know, he evolved the narrative in terms of what you can actually do with a game. Um, yes, it was, I mean, the bosses in terms of the espionage, I mean, the fact that it wasn't just all out action and just going out there. I mean, there were elements of that, but the fact mm-hmm. is that they were able to tie that well in with the story, um, as well as the different characters that you actually cared about, you know, which a lot of developers don't really give that much time or attention to. Um, it was just, yeah, it was just an amazing feat. And they've just gone from strength to strength. So that would be the game that if I'd never, if I've never played it, it was, I'll, I'll do that one, basically mess up the question. But anyway, okay. that's the game. That was, that was from last week. We've got two letters this week. If you want to write in, you can. You can just email thelatestps5 at gmail.com. You can send us a tweet at latestps5. You can also send us a DM on Twitter, or you can leave a comment on your favorite podcast service where you listen to the show or YouTube, which was advertised by Demi earlier. Alex, you got the letters yeah. this week. We have a question. We have a letter from Riley from Blackburn in the UK. Blackburn actors, what's that like? Blackburn? Is it like, is it like that? I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, he says, good evening, gents. I have a weird question. Weird questions. We like weird questions. Gents are using your imagination. Is there a game you just refuse to play for no reason whatsoever? Uh, for me, I refuse to play the Uncharted games, despite being a huge PlayStation fan and an Indiana Jones fan, uh, being my favourite movie. Um, maybe that has something to do with it. What is yours? So what game do you refuse to play for no reason whatsoever? I can't Riley, believe, I can't I believe got, it hasn't played Uncharted. What the hell? Riley, I've got seven words for you. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Dude. I'm dumbfounded, bro. I'm dumbfounded, <laughs> like on another fucking level. Like yeah. what? Like you haven't even played it. I played Uncharted, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and I like Indiana Jones as well. You know what I mean? So come on. Okay, you know okay. I, mean? I give it. I give him that. From a psychological standpoint, he's probably thinking it's treading on his Indiana Jones territory, right? And that's why he's not playing for it. You know? Because I can't think of any smart logical reason why somebody would not play the Uncharted games, right? So. Yeah. Um, Riley, play it. But right. I'm trying to think: is there a game? GTA Five is definitely one. <laughs> I said this before. GTA Five. I fucking I just don't play the game. I've got it. I just it's on my PlayStation. It's I'm wasting over a hundred gig. <laughs> it's wasting a hundred gig. I'm not gonna download the Cyberpunk trial, which I want to do because GTA is on there, and I don't refuse to delete it. Fuck yeah. me, man. Yeah, I don't want to miss out on a good deal. Uh, there's a load of games in my digital um, catalogue which are just gathering dust, <laughs> which I shouldn't be playing. Um, but games that I just refuse to play, um, I would probably have to say... I mean, I, I can say anything really, like, but I've, I've never had an urge to play a Nintendo game. Like, not, when I mean a Nintendo game, I play Nintendo games, but I don't play so. Keep it centric. No, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like I, I play like Mario Kart and, you, and stuff and like that, but I don't Nintendo play. Games. Yeah, you would. Nah, man. It's not him. I, <laughs> 
I'm, I'm, I'm done with those teletext graphics from back in the day. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? teletext. Like, <laughs> oh, that's bringing it back. That's bringing it back. You wait. You wait, though, dude. You wait. Nintendo is coming out with a graphic. If it's not with a PlayStation pad, I ain't interested in it. Um, honestly, I think, I, I think my answer is Grand Theft Auto because I'll always try anything I'm really interested in. I'm trying to think of a game that I was intrigued in, but I just never refused to play, but I did try it one way or another except gta 5 so i think that would be the game because i keep owning the fuck i've probably bought seven of those 175 million over the years and not even played the game hardly except for the first time when i got it and then you got my cousin ricky who's clocked it like six different times you know (laughs) well done (laughs) bobby's done it like three times ricky's done it like six times sunny zero half a time (laughs) <laughs> it's like come on man jump on it oh gosh yeah yeah great gta is definitely uh, my brother gets pissed off every time he sees it on my playstation he's like did you play it no and he just looks at me and he's like what the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> yeah like that's the way we're looking at riley now right um yeah, yeah i think mine, exactly <laughs> mine will probably be uh oh my gosh probably final fantasy final fantasy really? like this yeah yeah it's like now I'm only convinced now, especially with the remakes, you know what I mean, to get onto it. And so Final Fantasy's obviously got like a massive following. It's been around for, I mean, it's a staple in the game industry. Um, but it's just one game, which I it just doesn't really do it for me. And I think it was mainly like the turn-based uh, dynamics of it all. And I like the fact that they've now switched to a more action RPG. Uh, and I think mm. that's what's kind of drawing me to it now. Uh, but yeah, before, I would just pass it, man. I mean, it was yeah seven came out eight came out nine they could just go on for a million and i was just like yeah next <laughs> you know what i mean it's like just give me last of us you know it'll give me gun of war for the old or more likely just give me a horizon um, for a bit of west so i can fight and compete it uh, but yeah it would be uh the final fantasy series for me even though that may change uh especially with um is it rebirth coming out so mm. yeah, yeah that that would have one i'll throw now oh nice nice Cool, well, Riley. Go and play Uncharted. Yeah, yeah, go play Uncharted. Do not write back into this show until you play Uncharted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we want to hear a review. Yeah, a 400 page review about how you loved Uncharted. But anyway, uh, thanks for that, Riley. Uh, we have another question from Dex418, easy with the username from New York in US. Now, I know you two are very competitive. No, we ain't. Uh, I'm just the best. But anyway, uh, but have there ever been a game that someone else is genuinely better than you at? A game that you also play, but no matter how hard you try, this person is just better than you. Oh my God. Alex, Alex, <laughs> Alex, just say it. Just say it. Just Guys, say it. Like it's you and Tekken. You. you can't. You can't. Just say it. We're not even going to get into that. Look, we both know Alex plays Tekken. Oh, he dude. just cannot beat me. Just, just, just whatever. Whatever, man. Yeah. Dex 418. You knew what you were doing. You knew what was going to happen here. Shut the up. Shut the up. But anyway, <laughs> no. Uh, the one game which I would just. It's Tekken. Yeah, you can't do it. Just I constantly agree it. it, man. It's just like it's a walk in the park. Tell the truth. Tell the truth to beat you. You know, it pains Tell me. the truth because we've got it on previous episodes as well. But if you were to say one aspect of Tekken is if Sunny selects Lily, it's over. Oh, God. It's no, over. No. That's just I just yeah, yeah. It's like there's two characters which I just hate, completely hate when when they're in your hands. It's Lily. <laughs> And it's Steve. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's just and ladies and gentlemen, them. the way you use those characters is just like it's unnatural. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, let me tell you something about Steve Fox. <laughs> Steve Fox is a character in a fighting game that does not kick. 
he can only punch and he it's just easy to just see what Alex is doing yeah, so you can get yeah. Steve you Steve. can get Steve no, like... no. <laughs> it's just frustrating man it's like you know what I'm just feeling a, a rocky montage right now. I'm just going to go back and trade. And your ass out <laughs> this, this, this has to be good. Uh, but yeah, uh, Dex, no, no, there's, there's no game that anyone is better you than sure, you. Sure. Gavin's better than you at some games as well, oh, man. We know this. No, you know, no, uh, you your know, younger brother, Matthew no, no, and Gavin, are better at you at some games. I would, I would probably say that uh, if it was maybe maybe like Pez, you know, it's a game that I do play. You, like, oh, really, shut really. up, man. You get smashed by <laughs> jokes in that one. What are you on about? It's not even funny. <laughs> listen, ladies and gentlemen, okay, listen, if you watch Pornhub, okay, and you type in hardcore, you'd get a picture of Sonny playing Alex and Pez. That's what it's like. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, that, that just like a fantasy film. I'm actually concerned oh, right now. <laughs> What an analogy! It's okay. It's okay. Mark. What an analogy! It's okay. We have to put it out there. No homo. But anyway, um, Listen. yeah, I think if if it was going to be um, anything, um, yeah, I, I know for you, it's definitely going to be me whooping your ass at tech, and I mean that's just nope. like what I'm saying. I know, I know nope. you get flashbacks right now. I'm trying to think though, like because exactly, you're trying to think because you know, right, the forefront of your mind. No, 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 no. no. Tech, and I'm not worried about because I can do a lie detector. I can do it, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to find a way to do a lie detector on the air and get Alex to do a lie detector test. We will do it. We will do it. But I'm trying to think, like, genuinely, like a game that I play, like, it's got to be a game that I, because obviously I know if I was to play Mario Kart, you would smoke me, right? Even though you lost the last time you played me, I know I'd get smoked on every track, but I can't, I don't play it often. So I'm trying to think of a game I play often. I mean, I think, I wouldn't say he's, genuinely better than me but at the time when we were playing it he just kept winning and it was pissing me off and that was my younger brother in fight night it was pissing me <laughs> off <laughs> because it's weird because like i would perfectly box the fight and still always somehow lose on points and i don't understand how the fuck it was happening or <laughs> he would knock out everyone and we would go 12 rounders yeah. and i just don't know how i kept losing and i kept watching i said like, what am i getting hit by and then I realized he's hitting me in the fucking body over and over <laughs> the little cheeky bastard. You know what I mean? So there was that time. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's like a first person shooter. Nah. First person shooters. Um, another oh. one would be, uh, which is not first person for, for you, would be um, Astro Astro's Playroom. <laughs> You know we we had a we had a challenge, yeah. Uh, all right, so listeners, um, we got drunk one night as we normally do. Uh, it's on the whiskey, and uh, Astro was was in the was in the, was in the PS Five, and we were doing the time trials, and it became really competitive, really quick. That was fun, though. That was that was that was a lot of fun. But even though you flapped them that game inside and out, I was whooping your ass. No, you weren't. You were just, no. Shall I tell you how I know you're lying? Shall I tell you how I know you were lying? Because you remember that level where you had oh, to glitch no, it no, and up, jump on the bar and you couldn't do it. You just kept falling to your death and landing in a Switch game. I was jumping on the bar and you were like, oh, oh. I was like, oh, yes, you see. Yeah, but once Records will show Lifestyle Flashy 1 is above ease, you know, whatever. After you practice over and over again, after I'd already broken your previous records. Well, Dex, we need to move on because obviously this is going to get a bit too Alex, you need to get Tetris then. Get Tetris and we'll play. Get Tetris on your PlayStation Extra and let's go. 
<laughs> oh, it's on. It's on. Dex. You're in Birmingham. Drive here now. Let's play. I think you've just, you know, you, you've, you've set it off now. You know, we're actually going to have to do a live head-to-head on all the games that we're talking about just for you, bro. Just to prove <laughs> once and for all who is king, who is the Tekken. <laughs> mm. Anyway, uh, Dex, thank Woo! you for those questions. I mean, that's just, that was um, a lot of fun. And Riley, as always, uh, Demi will tell you exactly how to get in touch with us because we don't have to do it anymore because she does it way better than we do. But listen to Demi and you know how to get in touch with us. But oh, dude, speaking of Demi, yeah, she she will be doing her top five list with me and Alex. We just need to try and organize a date. So keep an ear out for that episode where she will run down her top five games of all time. Oh, yeah, just wanted to chuck that out there. We will get it when we can get a schedule set up. Exclusive, exclusive to so keep your ears peeled, peeled for that. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening again this week. Um, if you do want to get in touch with us, remember, just listen to um, uh, to Demi. Uh, let us know your thoughts as well about any of the stories that we went over today. I mean, it's about the PS5 SSD. Are you actually going to be getting your hands onto one? Uh, the cloud technology uh, for developing PS5 games. What are your thoughts on that? And GTA 6, ladies and gentlemen, it's on the horizon. Are you going to be getting it? Or are you going to be getting yourself um, the GTA 5? Let us know in the comments section below and we'd love to hear back from you. But for me and him, oh, before we go into the end of actually, what's your final words actually? What's your final thoughts? <laughs> I'm going back to Dex, bro. You know yours is Tekken, right? <laughs> I, I can't let it leave, bro. They're just endless now, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. <laughs> here to let you know that each week you could get this episode and all other episodes ad free and up to three days early not only that you can also gain access to patreon exclusive playstation shows that focus on sales numbers all-time lists showcase predictions and more head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest ps5 or click the link in the description to join our playstation community and show your support Welcome to the PlayStation.